0: listen you cannot only stay in your space of comfort otherwise that that market or that circle that 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 sphere of influence that's going to dry up at some point right you've got to figure out how to create new connections
1: hello welcome to episode 113 of the smart agents podcast my name is michael walter and i'll be your host In today's episode, we are joined by award-winning public speaker and corporate trainer Robert Kennedy III. In fact, if you're attending the National Association of Realtors Convention later on this week in Orlando, you can catch Robert on stage. Throughout our conversation, Robert shares how agents can modify their communication styles and sales pitch to highlight their personal stories in order to build a stronger connection with their leads. Now, before we get on to the day's featured interview, make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents Podcast. You can find the show on all major podcasting platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now Amazon Music. Also, if you or someone else on your team has an awesome story or tip to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at We're always on the lookout for new stories to share. All right, let's get on to the day's featured interview with Robert Kennedy III. If you're interested in more of his great tips, check out the episode description. I've included links to all of Robert's social media channels and website. The way I'd like to start everything out is if you could introduce yourself to us a little bit, uh, who you are and uh, what you do.
0: Hey Michael, do me a favor. I'd like for you to introduce me really quickly and let's start this over again because I'm a speaker and I kind of like to make an entrance. How about this? You ready? So just just say, "Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Robert Kennedy the
1: 3rd." Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Robert Kennedy the <laughs> 3rd. I have never had anybody do that before, it's awesome. I'm now you know, into 100 plus of these, and that's the first time I've ever had confetti fly for... Uh... <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Yeah, awesome, man. Well, I'm glad to be here with you, man. So introducing myself, wow. I am, on the personal side, a, a husband. My wife and I celebrated 22 years in August. I'm a dad, I've got three kids, one in college, two in high school and as a dad sometimes you end up being a coach <laughs> right so the boys my boys are into everything soccer basketball baseball i'll be coaching them in a in a in a baseball workout on sunday and so there's, yeah, I, that's that's the personal side of things, man. I, I run a training company. We've been focused in the in the communication space for a few years, teaching about how to communicate effectively, how to present powerfully, how to incorporate storytelling as the framework of your 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 communication so that you can ultimately move people to action. And so, in the real estate space, I was a real estate agent in the state of Massachusetts from two thousand and four to two thousand and eight. That was back in the day when you could just open up your front door and sell a house without any, any effort at all. <laughs> and so I moved from Massachusetts to Maryland in 2008 as well, and just now am getting my license again here in the state of Maryland. Of course, training is my main deal, but I love, I love the real estate space, man.
1: Awesome, man. I totally understand the, uh, the coaching. Uh, my son is also super into baseball, and we are right in the thick of the whole fall tournament uh, schedule yeah. right now yeah awesome yeah awesome well, cool. well, you know, obviously, with the real estate experience, you know that uh you know to stand out, you really kind of you have to find that u s p and what what separates you from every other agent in your market, and I think a lot of times um just sharing exactly who you are does mm-hmm. wonders for that, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, sharing who you are and it's a little bit more than just simply sharing who you are. It's really about establishing rapport and creating connection with people. Right. Because sometimes even if I share who I am, a person may not be ready to receive or hear that. I've got to figure out what's that entry point. What's that thing that I can say to grab their attention? create a video in their head, connect with an experience that they're having. And so then after I share that experience and connect on that level, they're like, oh my gosh, Michael understands me. Michael totally completes me. Michael gets me. Michael knows who I am. Michael speaks my language, right? So we really gotta figure out how to create that connection. Storytelling is one of the best ways to do that, but you also have to be uh, aware of connecting with people as, as your first thing before you before you just say, hey, I'm gonna tell some stories.
1: Right. So how was it that you, you know, uh, when did you come to this realization that this is really the best way to to make sales and to connect with people on more of a uh, more than just the transactional, you know, value?
0: Yeah. So I, I remember when I first became an agent uh, and they were telling me, hey, here is how you get people in in your in your funnel right you you got to go to your sphere of influence just say to everybody hey i'm an agent and then everybody's gonna come flocking to you and say "Sell my house please and or you could send stuff out in the neighborhood and that was good and that was fine but every agent was doing that right every agent was was doing the standard marketing techniques how do i stand out or how do i make a difference i remember and this is not a an agent story but i remember one day i was sitting in my living room i lived in the state of massachusetts at the time and a my doorbell rang so i go to the door and i look out the window and there's this guy standing in my driveway he's got this big display board with some little square swatches on it i go outside he's like hey my name's mark and i'm selling carpet i've got all sorts of carpet here i've got the berber i've got the low pile the high pile the goma pile yeah you might understand that (laughs) if you're like more than yeah anyway uh, (laughs) i've got the austin power shag. i've got all of these different types of things and so he's like, can you feel them? So I feel them and I touch them. And then after a little while, I touch them for maybe about two or three minutes. And after a little while, I opened my front door and I show them the inside of my house and it's all hardwood. And he says, okay, thanks. And he walks down the street, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> So, I mean, he, he came to me with an experience. He came to me in some ways with a story of some sort, but he didn't connect with me, Mm -hmm. right? He didn't connect with me. What could he have done? He could have done uh, something like, uh, he he could have said, Hey, my name's Mark. I just came across from from across the street talking to your neighbor, Judy. And we were talking about how much she absolutely hates her oil bill. I couldn't help but notice that you have an oil tank out front. How are you feeling about your heating bill? You think that's going to spark a conversation with me? Yes, it is. Because I'm like, OMG, dude, I totally hate this oil thing. I wish somebody would just like, you know, figure out how to heat my house without this stuff. Right. I'm, 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 connected. We're having a conversation. He can go anywhere he wants from there because we've created that connection now. Right. Instead of him just trying to sell me something.
1: Right. So, I mean, I think, you know, and so many times I have these conversations with people about, you know, really, uh, you know, how to share and how to connect with people and how to figure out, you know, how to, uh, build those connections, with but a lot of it comes down to just listening and picking up yeah. on, you know, those key points.
0: Yep. Listening, picking up on th- those key points and also taking those key points and maybe creating experiences for people. So if you're selling a house and you're taking you're doing a showing and you and you're bringing a prospect into a house, Do you walk into the house and just say, hey, this room's pretty nice. It's got blue walls. Hey, this is the kitchen. It it has it has a sink and, and a refrigerator. Or do you try to put them in that space? Well, you first connected with them because you know that they're trying to buy a house. Right. You know that they're in this space in life where they're making probably one of the most important decisions that they will ever make. And so how do you sell that? I mean, if you notice that they have children or young kids you're going to try to frame a story or an experience around, Hey, this room would be not just great for the kids. I remember when I was a kid, I had a room that had a closet and I had these windows and I used to look out the window all the time at these dogs playing in my front yard. You start sharing something. Now there's, they're, they're starting to look at, Oh my gosh, what are the experiences that my kids might be able to have in this space or at this house? So you've got to create the, the the connection. And then as you create the connection, you, you can kind of pull them along to an experience or a story in their own brains as well.
1: Right. Yeah, I think it's definitely, um, you know, being able to uh, kind of put somebody almost in, you know, you talked about earlier, you know, creating that movie, but. In those cases, like the the home walkthroughs, you're almost putting them in that movie. Hey, can you see that scene over there? You're kind of that fly on the wall. You're kind of it's almost like having that, uh, you know, painting that out of body experience for them. And hey, what's your future look like in this space? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, man. When you, um, you know, as you have kind of gone on this, you know, uh, journey of training people uh, through communication, how much of it was? you know, pulling things that you, that you saw and that you, you know, uh, experiences from your past in real estate and in other, you know, careers.
0: Well, I think, well, there's definitely been a few careers. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> so uh, I, I think one of the things that you realize is that nobody is this, this monolith, nobody's this one, you know, experience type of person. We've all had a lot of different things. Some of the similar things that we've had, uh, we we've, we all, we've all had pain. In our lives right we've all had challenge in our lives at some point we've all had a moment where something was brand new or something was exciting mm-hmm. and so uh, we we really try to create those types of connections at least that's how it made sense to me i i'm not the only person in the world now there's what almost eight billion of us right there, there's bound to be some people that have some similar experiences and so as i look at the different people or the different people types i try to create what are the commonalities amongst the, the 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 things that we've gone through and even in the experience of buying a house forget the house itself what are some of the challenges that people experience inside of that it's 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 the freaking out about oh my gosh i'm gonna am i gonna be approved for this loan it's like the the, the whole did we save up enough it's oh my gosh! Is there going to be something found in the inspection that's going to totally torpedo this dream house that I've had in in my brain? Right, so I've got to figure out what are all of those different moments and types of experiences that people can have um, that I can use as as connecting points as well. Did I totally answer your question? I think I went off track. <laughs> no, yeah, no,
1: and, you know, and, no, but it's it, it is it's uh when it comes to communicating and sharing story and all that kind of stuff, it's interesting because, you know, for so long, everybody's like, yeah, here's me, here's my, my five scripts that I, you know, I've got to learn. I've got to, got to nail down, but that is totally, it just doesn't work because we're all so different. And that same script that worked for my neighbor is not going to work for me. And it's not going to work for the guy to the right of me. Um, But, you know, we all get those same, here's your scripts, go out and, you know, go out and perfect these you know, yeah. so how have you seen, uh, you know, just kind of the sales industry in general, because the same principles work along several yeah. different, uh, you know, uh, segments yeah. of sales.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if you've ever had a salesman come to your house, make, make a house call to you. In the sales industry, there are a lot of, there's some good things that they share and some not so great things. So one of the things that they share in the sales industry is to ask a lot of questions. Right, and and they ask. The purpose of asking questions is as get as many responses as you can from your prospect. And one of the things that they tell you to do is ask questions because you want your prospect to say yes as much as possible. You want to get them nodding their head, right? And so salespeople will ask questions. This is important to you, right? And you you say yeah, yeah. Uh, You know, so they'll they'll ask you questions that are yes and no questions. The thing about that that I don't like is that yes and no questions are close-ended and they don't create connections with people, at least not sustainable ones, right? They they answer a question, yes, but they're inside of their head flipping through their own mental Rolodex of experiences. They don't connect with the fact that you might have had or you might understand that experience because you haven't shared it, right? You're just in front of them giving them a solution to their problems, so the next time it comes up, maybe they'll connect, maybe they'll call you, but they're not going to really remember anything about you or know anything about you, um, they're because they haven't connected with you. But if you connect with them through a, a, a shared experience, the next time that they are in the market for a house, or if they know somebody who's looking for a house, who are they going to call? They're going to call not Ghostbusters, they're going to call Michael because. Michael connected with them. Michael understands them. Michael is personable. Michael is a peopler, right? A people person. So, so that's really why we want to just um, take some things from the sales industry, but then go to that next level with experiential questions or or or, or conversations rather than simply yes or no.
1: Right, and I think you know um, something. I talked to someone. Oh gosh, several years ago, and he was just talking about the you know, his approach to an open house and, Mm -hmm. um, you know, really kind of focusing on the family and really being able to get those key things that he can pick up on. Hey, I noticed those, you know, say for, you know, for you with the baseball, Hey, I noticed all these trophies, what kind of, what league are you in? What, you know, what areas do you play in? All those types of things that you can kind of start to build connection with. And especially in the real estate, uh, space and with agents, um, that just, you know, If you're able to connect on those types of things, those like community based things, it it just kind of builds your authority within that community also.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Asking questions is key. Asking questions and finding out information and mining that information for gold is key and also uh, connecting with it through your own personal experience. So, I mean, there's if, if it's interesting if somebody asks about, hey, I noticed that you all are interested in baseball. But if the person has no connection to it or never says, um, I like baseball or, you know what? I want to like baseball, but it was just never that interesting to <laughs> right. me. <laughs> right. If they don't ever if just, oh, cool, you're on a baseball team. That's that's great. So let's go to the kitchen now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, You still have to create a, a, a personal connection to their experience as well.
1: Right. Absolutely. When it comes to. um. You know, creating these personal uh, connections, it can be I think sometimes people um, are afraid of that or maybe just they they don't feel like they're very good at it because it's a little bit harder to practice, Mm -hmm. you know, until you're actually in the situation. It's not one of those scripts that you can read in the mirror. So how do you get better at being able to uh, just, you know, connect with somebody that maybe you've never met before?
0: You do that in 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 regular conversations. You do it as much as you can. Maybe you're in line at the grocery store, right? There's somebody there. As a real estate agent, one of the things that they share with you is like, "Listen, you cannot only stay in your space of comfort. Otherwise, that that market or that circle, that 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 sphere of influence, that's going to dry up at some point." Right? You've got to figure out how to create new connections how to expand your network and some of the way that you do that of course they tell you of course if you if you if you're with a specific realty to wear your pin right in <laughs> in in the stores so that so that people say oh my gosh yeah i'm 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 interested in buying a house right but in addition to people noticing you it's about you noticing people there may be somebody that's in the line that you see pick up snickers a Snickers bar at the, at the, just before they check out at the register. And you're like, man, I wish I could eat Snickers easy. I've been, I've been watching my midsection. <laughs> 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 I don't know if I can, do, I can do the Snickers. You start conversations, but something as simple as that, I didn't tell them a huge story, but I shared an experience that is, that is common. Weight loss, exercise, being f- fanatical or watching your diet. Right. That's that's a connecting point. And that took all of two or three seconds. How can you have these types of connecting conversations with people wherever you are? And that's a practice for when you're in front of somebody that is a prospect, suspect, client or customer.
1: (laughs) Right. So, you know, we've talked uh, quite a bit about the the personal connection when you're kind of in front of somebody on a showing yeah. or you know at a listing appointment how do you project your personal story and really kind of get these points across when it's more the recorded video or you know yeah. uh the thing where it's you know there there's that kind of divider that wall where you don't exactly making the eye contact with your, your prospective client
0: yeah so uh i'm going to be doing this session at nar next in in Orlando, and it's called the video storytelling formula, but I'll give a little bit of Mm -hmm. of it here, right? So stories are really essentially made up of of four elements. Context, character, conflict, conclusion, right? We know what the conclusion is. We want them to buy a house. We want them to, to, to list with us. We want them to use us as their real estate professional. All right. But but that's not the full thing. That's not really the solving of their problem. Their problem is that maybe they are interested in getting a house, but the market is too it's too high for them. They can't afford. They don't know what the options are for them to be able to purchase a home. They don't understand the difference between FHA versus conventional loans. They don't they don't understand these things. So uh, you've got to figure out what is that conflict that your audience is facing and speak to that conflict. Right. So that's the thing that you share up front. Hey, are you struggling with blah? Or when was the last time you did blah, 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 blah? Okay. And then you set the 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 context. Okay, now that you understand what their conflict is, now you set the stage. Well, you know what? This the market these days is this. It may be hard for you to find an interest rate lower than 3.7%. Right. And that's because blah, 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 blah. So now you're kind of setting the stage, the context for what's going on in their space right? And so you've addressed them as the characters. Maybe you pointed to you or maybe you come back with, listen, I remember when I bought my first home 10 years ago, this was what was happening and this is how I navigated it. Okay. And so I understand the challenges that you might be having understanding these. If you don't understand FHA versus conventional, let me take two seconds or let me take two minutes and break it down for you. Boom, 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 boom. Here's how, here's how you understand that. Okay, now, if you want some additional help with that, I'd be glad to walk you through uh you know that process if you're looking to purchase in the next three months, here's how you can get in touch with me i can i'll be I'll walk you through this process and i'm gonna make it so super easy for you, right so we just walk through context, character conflict, and inclusion right and the important thing call to action
1: right right, absolutely yeah, I mean, so when you are training uh, agents and salespeople to, you know, really kind of build out these stories. Um, how do you go about, you know, getting people, uh, uh, not only comfortable, but, you know, to kind of start, uh, getting those ideas turning, because I think that sometimes that can be a, uh, one of those things that holds people back. They're like, Oh, I don't know what to talk about. But if they just think about all those conversations they've had in person, that's a whole Mm -hmm. list of content to start putting together.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think uh, when I talk to corporations sometimes about uh, signature stories, people say, oh, my gosh, where do I find a story? I don't I don't have I'm not a good storyteller. I don't know where to find stories. And I'm like, there are so many places that you can find stories. What is a time that you failed at something? Right. What is a time that you discovered something brand new? What is a time that you had a challenge that you overcame? Maybe it was the time that you had to study for your your driver's test, right? Or for real estate agents, oh my gosh, the real estate agent test in your state to get your license. What was that like? Right? Most people know what it's like to take a test. Most people have had even if it wasn't the real estate test test, they've taken a test in school, high school, college, They've taken a test, uh, if maybe for their job, if, you know, my wife several years ago had to do this test for her project management, um, license, right. Or certification, the PMP, right. You may have taken a test in your career. So, uh, whatever it is that you can grab onto, go through your list of experiences that you've had when you, when you've had a challenge, when you've had a conflict, when you had to learn a new skill, and then. As you do that, sometimes it may be helpful. Not sometimes I'm going to use more than sometimes it's helpful to write those down, Yeah. it's helpful to write those down so that you can create a vault of experiences from which to pull and then get into practice of, of pulling from that vault so you can get used to, to telling those stories and, and creating those connection points.
1: Right. From, you know, the, the video side of things, um, yeah. how often, you know, everybody, you know, has their, their Instagram pages and their Facebook pages. And, and I've seen a lot of really great, uh, you know, YouTube pages out there for agents. Mm -hmm. How often would you kind of mix in those real, you know, those personal type stories to where you are, you know, building connections with people that haven't met you yet, but this is really that first introduction to you.
0: Yeah. So it's you, you've got to be aware of the platform as well. If you're spending, if, if you feel like your market is hanging out on Instagram, then I would say on Instagram or even TikTok, I would say you're probably going to be spending sixty to eighty percent of your time um, pulling out personal things, things that may be uh, trending topics, memes, things that are just not necessarily real estate related or sales related, and then the other twenty percent is hey, this is what I do. This is how I can help you solve a problem. Here's a challenge that you might have. But you also want to be able to 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 link people back to some larger content. Because on Instagram or Twitter, or not Twitter, or on, on TikTok, you've really got 15 seconds to maximum, maybe six 60 seconds if you're doing reels or something like that, to get people's attention and get them involved in something. Right. But you want to put in your bio links. You want to send people, you want, or you, you want to send people to maybe even a landing page. Um, some people use Linktree yeah. to as a landing page. Right. And then you want to have some something that sends people to that YouTube page where you're creating larger or a little bit longer content. And you want to update that regularly. It doesn't need to be every day. But you want to do that maybe once a week, so that um, you know if there's a question that your market is asking, you can answer a question once a week and and become uh, establish some expertise in that area. So when people think about the real estate, when people think about selling, when people think about buying, when people think about the challenges that that they're having in financing or in mortgage, they think about you. Right.
1: When uh, you know, as you've you know uh, worked with people and kind of coached them through this process. What have you seen in their, you know, in, in people's confidence and just, you know, ability to really kind of connect with people once they've kind of started doing these things?
0: Yeah. So, so in this day and age, it, some of that is age based, right? Because people who are younger, who were born or grew up with, with TikTok and, um, and Instagram and maybe even facebook uh, they're a little bit more used to creating content in that regard the agent who grew up who has been an agent for 20 25 years and grew up um saying listen i'm i've got to send out these postcards i got i got to do these mailers <laughs> to the community uh, they are a little bit less um it takes a little bit longer to gain confidence in doing that for, you know, generally speaking, there are some who are like, Oh, my gosh, I'm a tech guru, and they jump right in. Um, But those are some of the, the observations that I have. But I think once you commit to it, if you decide that this is what you're going to do, and it doesn't have to be something that's overwhelming, you can batch record content, you don't have to say, Oh, my gosh, I gotta be in front of my camera every day, every week, you can say, you know what, I'm gonna spend two hours once a month, just recording a bunch of content, And then get, get my, 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 my assistant, uh, my, my media manager or whatever to share it out and and repurpose it across platforms. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's something that we, uh, we do personally with our business, we're big into the batch recording. And then, uh, we also, it's something that we train, you know, within our, uh, you know, our parent company authorify is we, we train, Hey, here's all your templates. Go knock this out in like four hours and you've got a month's worth of stuff. Um, but, you know, for anybody that can't make it to NAR and isn't going to be able to see you, where are some of the where are some of the other places they can get uh, some more information from you?
0: Well, you can go to r k three That's me, and you can get content there. You can contact me. All my socials, all the things are there. they can they can connect with some of the courses. We're actually going to be adding some real estate specific courses there very shortly. And that's the, that's the easiest place. RK3, that's dot that me, or uh, what's the other one? Get in touch with rk3.com is, is and both of those lead to the same place.
1: Get in touch with rk3.com is the easiest one. Awesome. I really appreciate it. And it's, it is always interesting, you know, uh, when uh, talking to people and, you know, uh, t- specifically talking about building connections with, yeah. you know, potential clients and things like that. It, a lot of it is, you know, just, having an open communication line and having that ability to listen.
0: Yeah. 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 Listening is, is crucial. I've had quite a few experiences with people who, um, (laughs) who were good (laughs) listeners and, uh, it turned me off pretty quickly. So yeah, as, as agents and, and it's beneficial to you as well. It doesn't only make the, the, the client feel or the customer feel heard seen, but it's also your point your, your way of mining or hearing these little gold nuggets that are going to make such a huge difference in your relationship with
1: your clients and customers. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to uh, speak with us today.
0: Thanks Michael. I appreciate it. This has been phenomenal. Thank you.
1: I want to thank Robert for taking the time to speak with us today. And remember if you're interested in more of his tips for effectively communicating with leads, check out the episode description where I've added links to all of Robert's various platforms. So once again, if you think you or someone else on your team has an incredible story or tip to share with our community, send us a message at feedback at smartagents.com. Well, that wraps things up for this episode, but remember, follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts and make sure to subscribe to the Smart Agents YouTube channel. Again, I'm Michael Walter, and we'll see you on the next episode.